What's up, everybody? I'm David Middleton. I'm a major in television, radio, and emerging media at Brooklyn College with a minor in film. Today, I'm joined by one of my friends from Brooklyn College, Xavier George. What's up, Xavier? What's going on, guys? I, too, am a, a student in the major of television, radio, and emerging medias. I focus on radio. I am also the, the music director for uh, WBCR, Brooklyn College radio station. But even though, you know, I am the music director and, you know, I have my hand in music, but uh, I'm also a sports guy as well, hence why my, my boy David has me on this show today. Nice. So let's get into some basketball. Most definitely. So you being a big fan of the game yourself, who would you say is the top five players in the league right now? All right. So I would say, wait, do I have to rank them or do I have to um, just just list the top five? Yeah, just list your top five. All right. So off rip, Jokic, because that man is a walking triple-double and um, not even a walking triple-double. He's a breathing triple-double. Okay. That's that. Um, and besides the points that he makes, uh, just the, his efforts on the court, especially with the team around him, it's definitely, he's definitely, uh, a, a win, a secured win. You're definitely going to win. Um, and then not only that, Jokic, he, he's, he's basically a new breed of, of big men. Like he's, he's a facilitating playmaking big man. Like you don't need a point guard. Like, I understand in terms of that facilitating big man would be LeBron, but I'm giving that title to to Jokic. But in terms of top five, Jokic, let's get this out the way so I don't have any threatening messages from from my colleagues, (laughs) a.k.a. um, Marsha. Let's get this out the way. Um, LeBron, obviously, he's always going to be a candidate uh, for, for MVP. He'll always be top 10. Top five, top three. This man is someone that's in the in the conversation of being ranked against legends. So obviously LeBron, Bradley Bill, top five. Bradley Bill, and I'm saying Bradley Bill top five because that man has put a team. That man has put a front office. That man has put a whole organization. That man has put a city on his back. And there's a good chance he's going to score 51, at least 51, on a night where he knows his team is losing. And he's not scoring 51 just to, like, stat pad. He's scoring 51 to win the game. So definitely Bradley Beal is on that top five. Now, this is where it starts to get a little little dicey, right? Because now I'm looking at my list, and I want to say Giannis is definite in that list. Again, for the record, I haven't ranked these players, but at the same time, these are players that definitely belong in the top five list. So Giannis, most definitely, right? So now I've named four. For me, it goes between Steph, Kawhi, and Embiid. And I might go and say Harden as well. And reason why, and it's funny because I'm pretty sure some people are going to listen to this and be like, why not KD? KD is definitely would be top five, but he's not top five in the first half of the season. Maybe the second half of the season he will be. He has KD has made 
a run for MVP talks and same as other players on this list right now. But um, I'm going to have to go with top five, Embiid. He's a shot-creating big. Within 30 games, he's averaging 30.2, 11. He's, he's going to average a double. He's averaging a double-double. He's averaging a double-double. Not any, not many on this list. Actually, no one on my list. Well, the only one averaging a double-double is uh, Giannis, Harden, and Jokic. And indeed, it's funny because that's why I said Harden was also going to be, might slip into that top five. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, obviously he took a roll back. He facilitated more. He's not scoring as much. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's scoring less threes than Kyrie right now as well. KD, I can't, because like, I can't keep mentioning KD and he's not on the court right now. Within 19 games, he's averaging 29 points, seven rebounds, five assists. And then he's 50, he's, he's 52.4% on the field. 43 on on the on the three point line. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're not gonna count the free throw because you know that's that's a charity strike. But at the same time, I'm definitely gonna have to go with Embiid. The other big men who are the other ones who are doubling, who are averaging double doubles, they're already on that list. The only person who's not on that list who's averaging a double double is Harden. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, uh, my top five has to be LeBron, Giannis. Um, Jokic, Beal, and Embiid. Nice. That's an interesting top five right there. But I tell you one thing, that top five is going to win some games. I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. But if the season ended right now, who do you think goes to the finals in the East and the West? Okay. So I'm saying it's going to be, and, and everyone else and their families and ancestors and Ancestral spirits are saying the same thing when I say Lakers and Nets at the finals, um, Nets and seven. Reason why I'm saying Nets and seven because this is this is LeBron is someone not to play with. Like people can't play with LeBron. Like I understand people don't like LeBron. I understand why, um, but then I also understand why people like LeBron. Um, I have the utmost respect for LeBron. I mean, but at the same time, I'm going to call out LeBron when he doesn't do what he's supposed to do, um, even though he does it in a different way than other people as well, because he he wants to make sure that the game is won with the best decision. He has the, in, in the whole, in the, my whole list right here, he has the best IQ of the game. Even even if you could surpass the, the, the most IQ, you could have, what, 99, 99 IQ? If he definitely surpasses that. He's got to. But besides that, this team, the Brooklyn Nets team, and by the way, for everyone who lives in Brooklyn who's listening to this, I will see you. I will see you at the parade. Most likely, we can link up right in front of Chick Fil A. Um, but also understand that that's where I will be, and that's and Nets in seven. But either way, this is a team that's destined to win. Yes, it, it's a superstar team. It's a super team, whatever you want to call it. And also, I like to, I, I just want to go ahead and debunk that this team wasn't built for just LeBron. It was just built for the whole league. That's one. Two, if the Lakers wanted Blake, they would have acquired Blake. 
that's another thing we need to get out the way. Cause I'm I'm hearing a lot of slander towards the Nets, but it's cool though. I understand when you're the best, you're the most hated. But aside from that, though, let's get this thing straight. We have someone who could guard AD now when he's healthy. You have someone who could definitely guard LeBron now. Other than that, who else is there to guard on the Lakers? That's an interesting point. But you know if the Nets lose in the finals, assuming they get there, we're going to revisit this conversation. We could definitely revisit the conversation I could even have you on Basketball Unfiltered. I am half of, of Basketball Unfiltered. Shout out to Marsha. We could have you there and guest star. And um, we can go ahead and talk about this. Um, listen, man, I'm the person I am, I put all my chips on the table, man. Okay? So, and at the same time, like, bro, Nets in seven. Who else do we have to worry about on the Lakers team? But LeBron and AD. We have, now granted, we don't have that much defense, but at the same time, we have offensively, we could speed the clock or we could slow it down, especially with Blake in the post. He's going to he's gonna play make in the post. And when, when I mean play make, there's going to be a lot of kickouts. Blake is going to be in the post. DeAndre's going to be on the other side of the, of the post. Well, he's going to come from the, from the corner and then – just to spread it out, just to spread out. You know what I'm saying? Not too deep in the corner, but he's going to come from the other side of the corner of the court, come blaze down. He's going to throw it up to DeAndre for an alley. You know what I'm saying? Or if not, go ahead, have DeAndre on the wing. Make the, Go ahead and make that that pick. Get, some, get, get KD, get Harden, get somebody open. Blake kicks out. That's a three. You open the floor. Or if you want to go run the break, Blake is going to be either trailing or already down there. I know DeAndre is going to trail, so most likely Blake is going to be down there. Hart is going to have the ball, and it's they're going to play football from there. You know what I'm saying? On the break. And then KD is going to be over there on the wing ready to shoot. You don't even, like, and then give it to Kyrie. He's going to take it to coast to coast. Like I said, we can either slow it down or speed it up. We have an offense that, that could combat any defense, any defense. Any of these four gentlemen can have a great night. It doesn't matter who. And 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 honestly, all of them are going to have a good night. That's one thing you have to realize. Who would you say is the leading candidate for MVP right now? All right. So based off of the statistics I've written down, I want to say Embiid is the leading man for an MVP. Um, again, averaging 30.2, 11.6 rebounds. Doesn't really pass much, but it's okay because he's having that mama mentality. He's 52 on, on the floor, 41 from three-point line. I mean, what more can you ask in a big man? And at the same time, he's the leading man for the MVP. Who's behind him? I'm going to say Jokic. Because, again, Jokic is a breathing, thinking existing triple-double. Why? Because 27 points. He's averaging 27 points. But then he's also he's also averaging 11. But then he's averaging, what, 8.6 assists? So what are the chances out of 8.6 assists averaging that? What are the chances that he's going to get more than, more than 10 
assist a night. Now, I'm not saying do the math now, but then obviously you could, you know what I'm saying? You could definitely understand that he's most likely gonna, going to get a triple-double versus versus Embiid. And this is the, the what, the second half of the season only has, has just finished? So Jokic has time to catch up, but right now the leading man is definitely Embiid. So the Lakers definitely had their struggles this season without Anthony Davis. I believe that's noticeable to everybody. But what do you think about how LeBron is still carrying his team at the age of 36 years old and averaging 25.8 points per game, eight rebounds per game, and 7.8 assists per game? The man is God tier. Again, he his his name is debatable against other legends, you know. So um just seeing him able to do what he does best night in, night out at the age of what, thirty six you said? Yeah. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Um I'm I'm past the conversation of of LeBron having to, to be the person to shoot the ball. I'm past that conversation because um, the conversation always been if you if you're the best player on the court you take the last shot. I'm past that now. I am because LeBron has proved that he don't have to be the best player to take the last shot. You could just have shooters around you. Now he's gonna you know drive kick out. He has a shooter on the corner, shooter on the wing. Cool, but at the same time, just what he was able to make with AD is just you know. Honestly, AD is going to take that last shot. He will take the last shot. LeBron has taken enough last shots to to get his team pass by and win different series as well. So let's let's kick that out the notion. But um, he's doing a great job. Um, how is he doing it? I don't know. Maybe it's something in the wine. Maybe it's mm-hmm. it's a, a Cairo. Cryo uh, tank or whatever they call it nowadays is one of those like therapeutic tanks where it's like dry ice of some of the sort. But at the same time, LeBron is just doing his thing. Um, but I am worried about his team though, because he's putting the team on his back, but then we've seen it in the playoffs where he took a whole Cavaliers team full of bums past uh Celtics team. I think that was like Tatum's first season as well. And that boy had to put, not even that boy, that man had to go ahead and ice pack his his whole joints, all his joints. He didn't even want to celebrate. He was too tired. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not going to say he's going to end up like that again. But at the same time, let's not be surprised if we hear LeBron gets hurt some way, somehow, if he turns it up a notch just to keep the team up, especially going against a, a, a rated number one number one in the West Utah Jazz team. And that team looks like they have everything they need. Also, let's not be surprised. Also, I also want to go back. I'm sorry for going backwards, but then let's not also be surprised if we see Utah versus Brooklyn. Although I know the politics of, of professional sports, we don't want to see teams like that. But at the same time, let's not be surprised if you see Utah Jazz in the finals. Now, um, other than that... um. LeBron's doing his thing, man. LeBron's doing his thing. There's just they need they need they need another big man. I I'd, I'd say pick up Aldrich, either Drummond, definitely Drummond. Drummond is the the number one priority. 
But if I don't know right now, the Cavs are are being really difficult right now. So at the same time, you know, it's like pulling teeth. Drummond is a terrific pickup for anyone. You know, I, like I got news that he he the Suns are looking to get him. If the Suns get him, then the Suns is going to make a push in the playoffs, most definitely. But at the same time, it's like anywhere Drummond goes is really beneficial. I mean, if Drummond goes to to Brooklyn, if Drummond goes to the Knicks, is beneficial. You know what I'm saying? Um, I I hope the Clippers are making a push for Drummond because the Clippers should be should be uh, really hungry in the free agency. I mean, I know they got Ibaka, but uh, having having what's his name come off the bench, um, Zubak is really good for them. It brings a presence that that he's able to 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 bring coming off the bench. Though starting though, it's like a deer in headlights. Unfortunately for me, that's how I see Zubak and the and the Clippers. But Drummond needs to get picked up by the Lakers if the Lakers want to make it forward. If not, then second priority should be LaMarcus Aldridge. That's someone with enough uh, experience to win games and also talent as well. Uh, again, he's a post player, so you're going to get a lot of, you're going to get a lot of dissection in the post, um, which is going to slow down the game. Now, is it going to spread, spread the floor for them? It should, but then I don't know how that's going to work because honestly, they need more than just, they need more than than they need more than just um big man. They need some. I know they have Wesley Matthews. He's doing his best. KCP. He's doing his best. And KCP has actually been doing extremely well for 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 my taste. Wesley Matthews. I don't see. I don't see. You know, like if anything, put Wesley Matthews on on the ship to to get shipped out. Um, their best that the the best third player on that team. Dennis Schroeder, mm. without a doubt. And anyone listening to this, if you don't agree, argue with someone else. Don't argue with me. I want to close with the ultimate question. I think the audience know what this is. Can LeBron James ever pass Michael Jordan as the greatest basketball player of all time? Yes. And the reason why I say yes is because look at all the time that LeBron's been in the, in the league right now, and he's still putting up numbers. By this time, by this time, Jordan in the league, he wasn't trying to do much. He's just trying to kick back, eat his steaks, and smoke his cigars, and play his golf. You know, um, yeah, Le- LeBron. LeBron is just proving himself that he is. He will be better. Now, for him to be better, I mean, because. If LeBron, let's see, it depends on LeBron because LeBron has what? Three rings, right? Four. Four, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm not a LeBron fan. So he has four. So what? He has two more championships to win to, to at least match that six. I mean, I'm, I'm really sorry that we go ahead and, 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 and rank everyone by the number of rings. But at the same time, those rings add a tremendous amount of value if you're known for someone that has a tremendous amount of talent. Because you can have tremendous amount of talent, but then the ring next to it don't doesn't really transcend it. You know what I'm saying? It's a different tier, you know? Like, like think about it. How will we all look at Charles Barkley if Charles Barkley had a, at least one ring? We would look at him differently and actually listen to what he has to say. 
even though we do now, but then we'll listen to it with a bit more urgency because it's like, wait, this is someone that knows who he's talking about. But then now it's like, you know, we don't give him the, the as much as we're supposed to. And this is nothing to take away from him either. But at the same time, um, yeah, LeBron, LeBron has the opportunity to pass Jordan. Will he do it? If he keeps playing and whatever organization he's playing for understands this, because to keep it a stack, like he's on a Lakers organization. Lakers organization is as big as LeBron. But any if 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 for some reason he decides to go somewhere else, that organization has to understand they work for LeBron at that moment. And it might look like the same for the Lakers too, especially Rob. Um, I don't know. Rob slept on the job for me, not getting Blake. But um, it's cool. But at the same time, he has that opportunity. He could do it. Will he do it? Only God knows. Um, I just, I can't say he will. He, I just, I'll just confirm he has the opportunity to pass Jordan. He has two more championships to win just to match it. He has, obviously he has better stats, but then it's for me, he could, he could, it, it, it could go one way or the other. He needs, he needs these rings. He needs these rings. For me, he needs these rings. Does he really need it? No. But if he really wants to go ahead and, and pass Jordan, he needs these rings. If not, he just it just he just needs to go ahead and say he'll never be better than Jordan. I think I can and, and, I can agree with you on that. Exactly. Because if he says he he doesn't want to be better than Jordan, then from there, we'll all leave we'll all leave that conversation alone. And he'll be at he'll he'll be at peace. And everybody would understand it. And then from there, we'll all say Jordan is the greatest ever. It's just how Jordan did it. Because, all right, I know we all seen a Jordan doc. It's not the fact that he won six rings. It's how he went about it that made him the greatest to ever do it now. Because that's never anything we've ever seen before. Dynasty after dynasty. And he took a break and then came back. And he had, even in 1998, he had some 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 issues, some difficulties, you know, with the team. We we seen we seen the doc where 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 um I for, I forgot his name, but the, the the GM was 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 looking to move Scotty. Yeah, we're we're, we're witnessing we're we're witnessing information on Rodman being this this being this character that wants to go ahead and go on, on WCW and Russell <laughs> when they have a game, like, like, come on. So it's like the fact that he, all the, all the troubles they had in the games, uh, all the troubles they had outside of the court and inside the court. Hell, even, even the allegations of, of, of Jordan, him being, having a gambling problem. He defeated all those. All he defeated all those noise. He defeated all that noise and won six rings back to back. Took a break. Took a little vacation one year. Gave space for people to grow and still came back. And won three more rings. For me, that's the reason why he's the greatest to ever do it. But LeBron has proven a different, a different story. His story is obviously different. Um, I think it's just the problem is. Just the hype, you know, 
we live we live in an era where things get hyped because they're going to be too much expectations on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, once once Brady leaves, everyone's going to put the same pressure on Mahomes to be the greatest quarterback ever, even maybe even better than 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 Brady. But at the same time, it's like that's the pressures of the public, the fans, the journalists, the, obviously the media. But, you know, for me, will he do it? I'm, I'm going to say again, he has the opportunity. But God really knows that, that answer to that question. Yeah. This is Xavier George, everyone. Xavier, I want to thank you for joining me on my podcast. Yes. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, David. Um, it was a pleasure. Um, listen, man, uh, I hope, I hope we get to hear more of your content, especially probably on different platforms. Uh, I'm looking to work with you forward, uh, moving forward in the future. Um, let's big match it, baby. Yes, sir.